the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The California Tunnel Company, run by Elon Musk, continuing to maintain a presence at the Thai Cave, where several boys and their soccer coach are awaiting rescue. Sam Teller, spokesman for the Boring Company, said Sunday... The company has four engineers who are offering support in any way that the government deems useful. Musk had earlier tweeted that he was working on a kid-sized submarine. After days of pitched speculation, President Donald Trump set to go on primetime television to reveal his choice to fill the Supreme Court a seat vacated by retiring Justice Anthony Kennedy. Not only can heat and humidity harm us directly, they promote some other health risk, California will introduce large group trials on Monday for people charged with entering the country illegally. Federal prosecutors in Arizona, Texas, and New Mexico have long embraced these hearings. This is SRN News. Now you are starting to understand why winning the White House was so crucial. President Trump has a second chance to place a constitutional scholar on the Supreme Court. Instead of a devastating shift to the left on the high court, we have a chance to protect Americans against the liberals' disastrous plan for years to come. You can criticize Trump all you want, but this would never have happened if you hadn't put him in the White House. If you want to know why, keep it right here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Ryan Mitchell in studio here with your Twin Cities weather forecast update. Really hot and sticky out there this afternoon, folks. Be sure to stay hydrated. Later on tonight, we do have a good chance of showers past the midnight hour. Just a reminder to you, you can listen to all of your favorite Patriot shows on your Amazon smart speaker just by saying enable the Patriot Minneapolis. And why don't you try it right now and listen to hour two of the Narn Show with the closer, Brad Carlson. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. Damn slow Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. That's hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And if you want to look us up at Facebook, hey, feel free to do so. Just do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network. If you haven't liked our Facebook page, hey, be sure you do that. And uh, we always try to keep that updated uh, with whatever's uh, going on in the show today. And uh, I like to do kind of uh, preview videos. Uh, do we ever? Is our guest on the phone as yet? No, not so much. Okay, all right. Well, I just uh, we are uh, anxiously awaiting our uh, next guest. Uh, I. 
Bethany Mandel is a uh, free a conservative freelance writer. She's going to be calling in. She had a recent excursion to uh, Korea, and she was raising money on behalf of the organization Liberty in North Korea, which is uh, attempting to help uh, refugees who escape North Korea to seek a safe haven, seek a, a safe country in order to uh, reside. Because let's be honest, if they ever returned to North Korea after fleeing, uh, given some of the human rights abuses there, yeah, it would be it would be some bad news. So we are anxiously awaiting uh, Bethany's phone call. Uh, in the meantime, uh, until we hear from Bethany, I, I do have some other stories that I uh, I did want to uh, want to get to from this uh, from this past week. Uh, I read a um, uh, I read a particular story, and it was it was bothersome to me. And and of course, Im- the immigration issue I think is as heightened now as it is uh, as it has ever been. And it was it's in it's in more in particular because we were hearing stories of uh, illegal I- immigrant children being separated from their parents at the border. Now, parents would uh, bring their young children to the U.S.-Mexico border in an attempt to get into this country, obviously to seek refuge from uh, Mexico, but there are a lot of families from Central America, and a lot of these Central American uh, countries, specifically their governments, very oppressive, very brutal, dictatorial, and folks are just trying to escape those areas. And the issue was is that they would try to sneak into this country, and if they were detained, they would separate the children uh, from their uh, from their parents and detain them temporarily until they processed uh, the parents. Now, uh, the president signed an executive order saying there is to be uh, no more children uh, separated from the parents, and we'll see uh, what kind of legal teeth that has because it seems like immigration laws are to be taken up by Congress. Well, I bring all that up to say that there was a story uh, from the Associated Press uh, this past week, that indicated that immigrants, not illegal immigrants, but immigrants, it just said immigrants, were being discharged from the U.S. Army. And you read that headline, and you think, okay, um, if if that's true, if that's a situation, um, that's not good. I mean, if you have immigrants again didn't say illegal immigrants just had immigrants you know assuming that they uh that they came here legally i mean that's the assumption i take when you say immigrants because there's immigrants and there's you know illegal aliens two different two different uh groups of folks so i'll read this uh from the again this is from the associated press this was the initial story that came out some Immigrant U.S. Army reservists and recruits who enlisted in the military with a promised path to citizenship. Okay, so they're not citizens yet. Okay, glad that was clarified. Some immigrant U.S. Army reservists and recruits who enlisted in the military with a promised path to citizenship are being abruptly discharged, the Associated Press has learned. The AP was unable to quantify how many men and women who enlisted through the special recruitment program have been booted from the Army. But immigration attorneys say they know of more than 40 who have been discharged or whose status has become questionable, jeopardizing their futures. It was my dream to serve in the military, said reservist uh, Lucas Calixto, a Brazilian immigrant who filed a lawsuit against the Army last week. Since this country has been so good to me, I thought it was the least I could do to give back to my adopted country and serve in the United States. Some of the service members say they were not told why they were being discharged. 
Others who pressed for answers said the Army informed them they'd been labeled as security risks because they have relatives abroad or because the Defense Department had not completed background checks on them. Spokespeople for the Pentagon and the Army said that due to the pending litigation, they were unable to explain the discharges or respond to questions whether there have been policy changes in any of the military branches. Eligible recruits are required to have legal status in the U.S., such as student visa, before enlisting. More than 5,000 immigrants were recruited into the program in 2016, and an estimated 10,000 are currently serving. Uh, most go to the Army, but others go. some go to other military branches. So you read that, and it's like, okay, because the, the Pentagon doesn't have any comment or allow any comment, it basically it allows the narrative to be set, doesn't it? I mean, you just assume that given all this controversy over immigration, that this this was they were being targeted fairly or unfairly. Well, then there was a follow up to this particular story. Uh, Jamie McIntyre at the uh, Washington Examiner wrote about this. The Pentagon says there has been no recent change in policy regarding immigrants who applied to join the U.S. military under a special recruitment, recruitment program that ended last year. And a Defense Department spokesperson said an Associated Press report published on Thursday mischaracterized how the Pentagon has handled recruits whose applications were still pending when the pilot program was ended in September 2017. The AP report said some immigrant U.S. Army reservists and recruits who enlisted in the military with a promised path to citizenship were being, quote, abruptly discharged, close quote, with no notice or explanation. The notification that they have not been accepted in the program is there is their notice, said Major Carla M. Gleason, a Pentagon spokesperson. There has been no change in policy. Gleason said the Pentagon has been methodically working through the backlog of applications of potential recruits who are waiting to be vetted and were on a delayed entry status. So how many days did that just hang out there? Like two or three days with that narrative that, well, they're, 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 being, they're being discharged and we, we don't understand why. We don't know why. So obviously in this day and age, people looking at it through their own political prism, they're going to draw their own conclusions. And a lot of conclusions were drawn. Do we have? Okay, fantastic. Well, we do have on line one uh, uh, Bethany Mandel. I'd like to give a proper introduction to Bethany. She is an editor at Ricochet, a columnist at Jewish Daily Forward, a contributor at the New York Post and various other sites. She's also a stay-at-home mom and a cast member of Lady Brains Cast and that Sethany Show uh, weekly podcast hosted by Ricochet. Again, we're having Bethany on to talk about her recent excursion to Korea and the organization Liberty in North Korea, on which she raised money in an effort to assist North Korean refugees. Uh, Bethany Mandel, first of all, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good to have you on. Hey, thanks for having me. That was a great introduction. uh, Well, you know, I just read straight from your bio, Bethany. It came right from you, I'm assuming, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, first question I have for you, Bethany, uh, have you recovered from the jet lag from your trip to Korea? Do we know? No, I haven't. And I'm like starting to wonder if I'm ever going to. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, three. I got back a week ago today and I'm still like, whew, it's been brutal. I was going to say, and three youngsters probably kind of add to the uh, add to the uh, melees of trying to get a little uh, extra shut eye, Bethany Mandel. I'm assuming that. I mean, yeah. you love them dearly. I know that. But uh. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back from speaking of speaking of the, the devil. Uh, yeah, I mean, coming back from Asia has always been hard for me, but. Man, I it's been tough. 
Well, well uh, we do. Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, everything that you've been doing on be, uh, behalf of this organization and keeping us updated. I'm a. Uh, I've I followed all your Instagram stories from this excursion, and uh, did it ever did it ever stop raining while you're there, Bethany? I mean, it seemed every every story I saw it was raining for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, we only had one rain-free day, but it was actually funny. I really enjoyed it. I the last day I was there on um, I guess it was Sunday morning. Um, I was there during a literal typhoon, and I think like four inches of rain fell in just that one day. Oh my gosh. And it was it was fun. I had a blast. I mean, my 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 feet were blistered from all the sort of rain, but it was great. I walked for like three and a half, four miles, and and saw the whole city. It was I loved it. Now I did mention Bethany. Uh, obviously, you were raising money on behalf of the organization Liberty in North Korea, which uh, performs these uh, refugee rescues. Why don't you kind of give us a little uh, broader view of what this organization does, and obviously the money that you, you've raised to assist these refugees, uh, Bethany Mandel? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've raised, I think, over the course of the last five or six years, mostly really in the last year, um, I've raised probably one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. I would say, Fantastic. Um, almost in- exclusively on Twitter from from folks who follow me. Um, mostly conservatives, though it's 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 a wonderful organization that really goes across the ideological spectrum. Um, and basically, what they do is when when people um, when people are able to escape over the North Korean border into China, mm. um, once they find themselves in China, they're kind of stuck. Um, right. They are either at risk of being repatriated by the Chinese government back into North Korea, at which point they're put into a gulag for daring to escape, um, or they're found by sex traffickers if it's a woman or a child. Um, or they have to usually pay a coyote upwards of ten thousand dollars, and they get indebted into this coyote to this coyote sure. to make the three or four thousand mile trip through China um, into Southeast Asia. At which point they can go into South um, South Korea, where they have citizenship. So basically, what Liberty North Korea does is they um, they fund that journey um, so that people don't start their lives in freedom indebted to coyotes. Um, so it costs about $3,000 per rescue. And, um, and so that's what I raise money for. I raise money for, um, for folks to make this trip through China so they can reach freedom in the West. Now, did you ever actually have the opportunity to meet some of these individuals who were finally reached South Korea and, and were free of that regime? Did you actually get to meet some of these people face to face? Fantastic. Yeah, I did. So we, we, had, a, um, we had a meeting with uh, South Korean and North Korean students um, the last three days I was there, and there was probably about 15 or 20 North Koreans present. Um, and over the course of the week, we had sort of different excursions in which we encountered lots of other North Koreans. And so I was able to meet um, probably probably 40 um, North Koreans all told, and some of them were funded by uh, by my rescues. Now, what is it? What's kind of the general impression you get from these folks? Because obviously, many of them, if they're you know younger people, they really know nothing than the North Korean regime and obviously uh, a dear leader. But it's amazing when they do finally reach countries where they're able to express themselves freely. What an incredible impact they have in different areas. I mean, we certainly saw, I think it was the president's State of the Union earlier this year where there was a a young man that he featured at the State of the Union address. I mean, just some of the more vibrant people you ever meet. And what's amazing to witness, considering the conditions they lived on all their lives, Bethany. Yeah, I mean, the people that kind of get out are sort of the most resilient and the most strong and sure. the most capable because you kind of have to be to make that trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's um, I, what's really, I think, incredible about these rescues outside of the fact that you're saving a life, which has intrinsic value in and of itself, is that um, by getting people out and getting people into South Korea, 
you're helping to destabilize the regime because the people who make it into South Korea send back money and they send back information to their families. Um, there's sort of back channel um, ways that they can send money um, through China and back into North Korea for their families. And so when these people leave, um, they'll send back usually the average is $1,000 per year per family. Mm -hmm. And so the folks that are left in North Korea, um, they suddenly see when somebody's brother disappears, all of a sudden they're able to afford a house. Wow. And so the, the lies that they're hearing from the North Korean government about, you know, South Korea is poor and destitute and it's, it's a horrible world out there. But then they see whoever gets out, their families suddenly have $1,000 a year in disposable income that they didn't have before. Um, so it really sort of serves to um, upend the narrative that the North Korean government is trying to trying to put forth. Um, and then they're also sending back information. They're sending back USBs with South Korean movies and K-pop. And, and it's um, it's really undermining the, the propaganda that the North Korean government is um, is trying to sell its citizens. Once again, we're joined by Bethany Mandel. She, a, a freelance conservative writer for uh, many different publications, talking about her recent excursion to Korea. Bethany, with all these fantastic testimonials you're conveying to us right now, I imagine some people may want to learn more about this organization, perhaps even contribute. And if, if they so desire, Bethany, where can they go to maybe uh, drop in a few dollars to this uh, worthwhile cause? Yeah, so you can just go to, oh gosh, you know, that's a great question. I think it's libertyinnorthkorea.org. Um, but if you just Google Liberty in North Korea, it's the first thing that pops up. Um, and I've written about it a ton at Ricochet. Um, so if you if you search my name and North Korea and the name of the organization, lots of stuff will pop up as well. Um, but they, um, they're they a fantastic organization. And I, I really had a wonderful trip sort of getting to know the folks who they've helped over the years. Fantastic. Bethany, we need to take a quick break. Are you available to hold during the break for uh, one quick final yeah. segment? Fantastic. Absolutely. Again, Bethany Mandel, editor, Ricochet, columnist for uh, many different publications. You can see her fine works, New York Post, uh, New York Times, uh, The Federalist, so many other ones, and uh, some a prolific podcaster with Lady Brains Cast, and one she does with her husband called That Sethany Show. And we'll be right back with uh, Bethany Mandel to talk a little bit more about uh, some of these other issues right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? $200, $300, or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to read your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. Our best seller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I like you. I like you, my dear. America is falling in love with Mr. Rogers again. Entertainment Weekly raves. It's the movie we need right now. Friends Theology was love your neighbor and love yourself. It was a communication right into their hearts. 
Mr. Rogers' faith has inspired us all. Thank you for whatever you do to bring joy and faith to our world today. Please? Won't you be my neighbor? Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters everywhere. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show. Here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like Johnny and June. We've been talking about Jackson. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Hey, welcome back, AM Twelve Eighty Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, continuing our discussion with uh, freelance writer Bethany Mandel talking about her excursion to Korea. And, uh, folks, we said the last segment, if there's an opportunity you want to donate, uh, Bethany was correct. The website is libertyinnorthkorea.org. That's libertyinnorthkorea.org. And right in the upper right-hand corner of the website is a donate button. You can uh, donate to this worthwhile cause. And uh, uh, just some fantastic testimonials that we've heard from Bethany, whether it's here today or her various writings that she's uh, talked about the organization. Uh, is Bethany back with us? Okay, Bethany, welcome back to the uh, broadcast. Now, I want to um, talk about – we talked a little bit about your trip there did you get an opportunity to get into any discussions with some of the citizens there, particularly about what's going on between uh, specifically the United States and Korea? Obviously, the president went there, uh, went to Singapore last month with the meeting with uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Uh, are you getting a sense of how they're feeling about all this? Are they approaching it with a skepticism or was it was a subject even broached, Bethany Mandel? Oh, it was broached. There was a lot of enthusiasm. It was, it was pretty universal across the spectrum from North Koreans to South Koreans. Um, there was a lot of optimism and a lot of excitement that um, President Trump is trying something else. And I say that as someone who, who doesn't think that this is a particularly good idea, right. um, but I was alone in the room. Every, every every Korean in the room, north and south, sure. were very excited by it. Okay, okay, well, fantastic. Well, you know, I, I, I'm approaching this with a, uh, a, a tremendous level of skepticism myself, but uh, certainly yeah. ripe, ripe for a surprise on the other hand. Um, so what... Uh, I know this is something you had written about earlier this year, too, particularly surrounding the Olympic Games. The uh, Basically, the fawning the American media was doing over Kim Jong-un's sister and kind of uh, whitewashing what was going on. And 
uh, in North Korea. I mean, this is something, having been involved with an organization like this and having heard some of the testimonials from people who are getting out of North Korea, that would be pretty nauseating, huh, Bethany? <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely infuriating. And I, I mentioned it several times over the course of our sort of conversations with, because I spent like three days with North Koreans and South Koreans, and I was actually surprised that no one seemed aware of the, the American media fawning. Um, oh, okay. So I guess that was sort of an American story, but um, in the Koreas, it didn't sound like it, it had made any sort of a dent. Yeah, well, obviously, uh, you know, certainly that uh, obviously North Korea, they wouldn't be privy to uh, <laughs> what we're getting here anyway. So that well, is a... They were North Koreans who live in South Korea. And yeah, been right. Been there for at least three years. And, uh, well, uh, so what uh, what does he uh, uh, what is your particular involvement with? Are you a Official uh, staff member with Liberty North Korea, or is this something no, you're a volunteer? Just to have a... Okay. Yeah, no, I, I just sort of love their mission and have been fundraising for them as just a sort of enthusiastic supporter for the last six years or so. Fantastic. Well, yeah, definitely a worthwhile organization. Again, folks, libertyinnorthkorea.org, libertyinnorthkorea.org. Bethany, we only have uh, five minutes to, to go in our chat. Uh, I, I as you as you know, we've uh, we've talked a little bit back and forth via Twitter, and I've been a fan of your work and fascinated by uh, by by your home story too, because I follow you on Instagram and see all the fun excursions you have with the youngsters going uh, yeah, out and about. We're currently at the pet store. Oh, okay. The you're noise not, in the background. You're not getting another guinea pig, are you, Bethany Mandel? Uh, no. no, but we are getting another betta fish because we had a we had a. Um, an incident. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair We're enough. A replacement beta fish right now. Fair enough. Well, well, I have now. I have to ask you if if people were to to Google your name, Bethany Mandel, what is the most uh, widely searched item you'd get? Befriending a neo-Nazi or giving birth in a Nissan Altima, Bethany? Do we know? Do we know? Have, have the statisticians come out with that? <laughs> I think it's probably the birth in a car. It's funny. I was on Shannon Bream's show on Fox um, probably like three weeks ago. Okay. And I'm like sitting. I so I was remote in from New York, and so she was in D.C. and I was in New York, and so I can't see anything. I can't talk to anyone, and so I'm sitting there with an earpiece in my mouth, and a producer says, "Okay, Bethany, you're on in three minutes." I say, okay, I'm sort of like sitting there twiddling my thumbs waiting to go on air. And Shannon comes over to the earpiece and she's like, Bethany, you're the one who gave birth in a car. It's like, yes. <laughs> and it's like the thing that I'm known for. And like, I, Senator Ben Sass teases, teases me about it sometimes on Twitter. He doesn't anymore because he's not on Twitter, but it was like a thing for a while. He would tease me about it. And I'm like, this is such a bizarre experience that everyone in America knows how I gave birth. Well, and and this is something you and you wrote a little bit about this too. Once you had time to maybe uh, uh, convalesce a little bit and recover, uh, this was this was actually a fear of yours, was it not? Yeah, no, I definitely I thought it was going to happen. My so my second born was um, was born in ninety minutes. Okay, and I only happened to be at the hospital when I went into labor. He, um, I called my midwife and I was like, you know, I'm having these symptoms. I'm a little bit concerned. And the midwife said, like, you know, why don't you come in? You're a week late. We want to do a stress test on you, and we don't have any um, we don't have any appointments in the office anyway. So let's just let's just have you come in. And so I came in, and they were like, "You know, you're in labor, right?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, I'm not. Actually, wow. I've had a baby before." And then I like probably a half an hour later, I had a really bad contraction, and I was like, "Oh my god, I think I'm in labor." <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, you are. That's what we've been telling you for the last half an hour that you've been trying to leave." And then he was born about an hour after that. How about that? Um, so I was I like I had only narrowly avoided a car birth the first time, 
And then, the, I mean, that, that second time, I mean, and then the third, the third time I was like, kind of, I mean, I talked about it at every single appointment. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because I was 45 minutes away from the hospital. My, my second was born in 90 minutes, kind of an eventuality. So now we're, we're thinking about having a fourth and, and I'm not sure we'll probably either induce or we'll have a home birth and we haven't quite decided what, what road we're going to take yet. I, I, okay, perfectly understandable. So is there at least some sort of a, a memorial or dedication at that particular auto repair store or wherever that was that you had to pull over the side of the road? I mean, you deserve that much, Bethany Mandel. I'm just saying know, here. Right? There's a sign. There should be. So we, um, we went there actually on my, my son's first birthday a couple months ago. Okay. And we took, um, we took pictures with a professional photographer and it kind of like is a weird thing for an auto body shop to have like a family taking family pictures in the parking lot. Sure. And so somebody came out and they were like, are you those people? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're the people who have a baby here. And so they were talking about it, you know, and they were saying we, we were getting all of these like calls from our friends, like your garages in the news. And they had totally missed it because it happened sort of in the early morning before anyone got to work. So um, they were kind of all wondering for a long time, like, who, who are these people that have their baby in our parking lot? That, that is, and, and, of course, one of my favorite moments in the aftermath of that is when you had uh, Piers Morgan bragging about how he went on a newscast with some fractured <laughs> ribs, and Bethany just says, yeah, I had, a, I had a baby on the side of the road. And it's like, you know, the ultimate yeah. mic drop, Bethany Mandel. Very well played, yeah, that yeah. was. So. <laughs> I had a nine-pound baby on the side of the highway in a gravel parking lot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Uh, Bethany, I don't know if uh, you've probably been broached with this idea before. I mean, given a lot of your life experiences, I mean, you've been very upfront about some of the things that have happened to you personally in your life growing up and then obviously into adulthood. Have you ever considered writing a book? Have you been approached about writing a book, Bethany? Do you, uh, I'd, oh, I'd buy a copy. Well, yeah. I'm, just t- I'm just saying right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's come up a lot. <laughs> Friends and family free. And it was sort of a joke at first. Um, before I sort of gained any notoriety, and now it's like, no, but really, Bethany, when are you writing a book? I'm like, I don't know. What time do I have to write a book? Right, right. Well, yeah, there is that. I know with the, with the three youngsters, they're they all under the age of five or under the age of six. Uh, yeah. It takes up a little bit of time, yeah. perfectly understandable. Well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sure to look out for the good word, because if you ever do, I, I promise I'll, I'll fly to the first book signing and get, a, get it personalized. I'm serious, Bethany. I'm just, oh, you're so sweet. Just a fascinating oh, story. You. Well, you'll have to help me promote it. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would indeed do that. Well, Bethany, uh, I appreciate your time as always. Uh, thank you so much for sharing uh, your excursion to, to Korea and some of your personal stories as well and uh, we'll let you get back to uh, uh, your excursion there at the pet store have a great day I'm sorry (laughs) no trouble at all thank you AM1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network back with another segment on the broadcast go nowhere fact the government will always try to shortchange you in an eminent domain case if Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you don't pay them. Kurt Schnitker from the Schnitker Law Office knows how to get the money or due. He'll prove your property is more valuable than what the government says it is. Because of the hassle, most of the time a property owner settles for a smaller portion of what they should be paid. Schnitker Law often gets double or triple what the government offers you. Unless you know the law and how it benefits you, you can end up leaving a lot of money on the table. Don't go it alone and settle for less. Call Schnitker Law. They use appraisers and their extensive knowledge of the law. They know condemnation rules and they know how to negotiate with the government. Schnitker Law uses all these skills to get you what you deserve. Don't take the government's lowball offer. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you owe them nothing. There's no risk. Call today, 763 252 
1-800-273-0114. Schnitker Law Office. Online at minnesotaeminentdomain.com. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And if sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Jubland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. That was about as fun as I thought it would be. I mean, Bethany, just a fascinating life. And like I say, if she ever writes a book, I, I want her to come on and promote it. That's all I got to say. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. Again, you can hear my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend, Mitch Berg. He's the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, heard on these very airwaves, AM 1280 The Patriots, Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I am the closer, closing out weekends every Sunday from, yes, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock to 3 p.m. Got my two hours back. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the show. And again, here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions uh, regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, again, go to Liberty in North Korea. That's the organization for which Bethany was raising money in order to uh, help refugees uh, reach freedom in South Korea. Again, many of them are able to get over the border into China, but uh, unfortunately the Chinese government is more apt to repatriate these people to North Korea. And if that happens, yeah, they pretty much are suffered suffer some pretty hideous abuses at the hands of the North Korean government, thrown into gulags. Definitely not a life that uh, anybody aspires to, but people who are willing to take that risk for freedom, yeah, go to libertyinnorthkorea.org, click the donate button. It, they say it averages about $3,000 per refugee to to help them to reach freedom. So 
Uh, if just a few of our listeners give throw a few bucks into the kitty, it's amazing the impact you can make in one person's lives. That is for certain. And by the way, uh, I did ask Bethany what she's most known for giving birth in the Nissan Altima or her piece on befriending a neo-Nazi. We didn't get to get a chance to talk about that, but yeah, look up her piece about befriending a neo-Nazi. And again, I mentioned in my preview video on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, uh, Bethany is of the Jewish faith. Okay to give you context of where she's coming from. So definitely read her piece on that. And this was in uh, in the aftermath of the uh, of, of some neo-Nazis protesting some statues, Confederate statues being removed in Charlottesville, Virginia. And Bethany wrote a piece on that. And you can imagine the kind of backlash and heat and just flat-out verbal abuse she got on Twitter for even uh, coming up with such a suggestion. But read the piece. Hear her out, okay? That's all I ask. I, again, just a great discussion and a... Uh, I, I had about as much fun as I anticipated I would have because she's just a fascinating individual. And God bless her. She had three youngsters at a pet store while she was conducting that interview. I mean, that is the, that, that is the ultimate in multitasking. So thanks, Bethany. I, I really, really do appreciate the conversation. And I hope to meet her and her husband, Seth, in person one day because uh, I'm a fan of both of their works. What can I say? I'm, am I fanboying a little too much here? Am I? Maybe. Uh, maybe a little bit. Oh, well, I don't apologize. So uh, anyways, appreciate the uh, discussion as always. Uh, I want to kind of switch gears here a little bit. Uh, I follow uh, Dr. Everett uh, Piper on uh, his uh, Facebook page. And if you don't know who uh, Dr. Piper is, I actually first heard his name on our sister station, AM 980 KKMS, back in the old uh, Stephen Solomon show. Obviously, when Stephen Solomon had a broadcast here uh, on on, the, on our sister station, I heard Dr. Piper and was very fascinated by his commentary. Uh, he's, in a, uh, he's an author, cultural commentator, and the president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. And I've been following his Facebook page ever since. And I came across an article that he linked to on CNN. It was uh, back on the, matter of fact, it was on the 4th of July that he linked to this uh, particular article. It was from uh, CNN. Dot com and I'm a person of faith so any any anything about that having to do with faith and, and and the culture I'm very interested and the headline really caught my attention it was from cnn.com and it says a group of Christians attended a pride parade to apologize for how they've treated the LGBT community and I'll just read a couple of excerpts from that our religion has often been used to put down the LGBT community but at a pride parade this past weekend in uh how do you pronounce the name? Marikina? In Marikina, which is a city just east of the Philippines capital of Manila, a group of Christians gathered to say something different. I'm sorry. Members of the Church of Freedom in Christ Ministry stood at the main entrance of the parade holding signs that offered apologies for how LGBT community has been treated by Christians. Their banners read, We're here to apologize for the way we as Christians have harmed the LGBT community. Some of the signs had made more personal sentiments. One man stated, Can we hug you? According to parade goer Colin Lalaban, uh, many took the group up on the offer. It was so genuine when most of us got teary eyed when we saw them, Lalaban said. The demonstration was part of the church's I'm sorry campaign through which members seek to apologize on behalf of their fellow Christians for the way the uh for the way biblical writings have been used against the LGBT community. And Dr. Piper, upon seeing this, posted on his uh, Facebook page, uh, he said, I'm sorry, but as a Christian, I'm not going to say I'm sorry for believing in 
Well, Christianity. Walk properly, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision to gratify our desires. That's from St. Paul. And I read this story, and my thing is, I I didn't get a sense. Now, I could be wrong, but I didn't get a sense that this Christian organization was apologizing for what the Bible says about homosexuality. Whereas the Bible clearly condemns immorality, sexual immorality, which includes homosexuality, according to, to God's word. I didn't get a sense that that the, this Christian group was apologizing for that. What my what my takeaway from this, and again, I could be wrong, the story wasn't as clear, but my sense was they were apologizing for the fact that they were basically being ostracized. I mean, for goodness sakes, the church I attend, there's a sign right at the entrance that says, no perfect people allowed. Okay, well, what does that tell you? We all fall short of the glory of God. I think what makes homosexuality stand out, or is a sin that is condemned much more vociferously, is the fact that it's more willful. Where those who are actually indulging in that sin are denying that it's sin, They're, and, and in a sense, denying God's word. And so if God's word is preached from the pulpit and homosexuality is condemned, you know, there may be some folks in the audience, you know, of of that sexual orientation. And they may take umbrage with that. Or they may say, well, I'm just not going to listen to that part of the word. I'll I'll take in all other parts of God's word, but that part of it, I'm not going to. And and obviously that's not going to work if you want a, a relationship with, Jesus Christ, developing a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and learning more about the gospel. And so I, I basically said as much to Dr. Piper. I responded to this. And again, he's a bit, he's a public figure. He's got thousands of followers on his Facebook page. So I wasn't really looking to engage him as much as I was just responding to the story. And I basically said as much. I said, in reading the story, I didn't get a sense uh, this Christian group was sanctioning homosexuality as much as they were looking to embody the love of Jesus. I mean, it's certainly appropriate to call a sin a sin, but it's not at all a reflection of Jesus' love to ostracize sinners, because after all, we fall short of God's glory. I mean, we've all, people who enter a church for the first time and haven't accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they're sinners. So what are we going to do? Tell them, well, because of what you've done in your past, because you've, uh, I, don't, I don't know, committed grand theft auto, or you had a, a, an inappropriate relationship with your with your friend's girlfriend, whatever, you know, Name, name whatever sin you want. Okay, well, certainly we're not going to ostracize those people because they don't know the love of Jesus. And knowing the love of Jesus means, obviously, becoming familiar with his word and bearing his word in your heart. And surprisingly, Dr. Piper actually answered me. He said, again, question is this, what is love? The Lord disciplines those he loves. Love and confrontation are not antithetical, nor are love in disagreement. And again, I agree on all counts. You know, we we can love somebody that 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 embodies Jesus love is to love somebody unconditionally. Again, with this Christian group, what they were conveying was, you know, we're sorry that if you felt like second-class citizens because God's no respecter of persons. But at the end of the day, when judgment day comes, 
obviously he's going to to judge according to his word and who has accepted who has accepted Jesus as their personal savior. And you know, I'll read some of the signs. I there's a there's a picture in this in this uh, CNN story where it says, uh, you know, we're here to apologize for the ways that we as Christians have harmed the LGBT community. Now, they're not speaking on my behalf, or they don't really have a right to speak on my behalf. They can speak on their behalf if they feel like they've harmed the LGBT community. That's on them. You know, like if if someone of, uh, uh, you know, if gay people wanted to enter a church and say, well, we don't want your kind here. Okay, that would be that would be beyond the pale. That would be pretty harmful. To basically tell people that until you get your life straightened out, you're not welcome in this church. Well, that's completely goes against the grain of what church is all about. Because like I said, the entrance of my church, it has a big sign. It says no perfect people allowed. Okay. And they're basically apologizing for hiding behind religion when I was, when really I was just scared. Or I'm sorry I've looked at you as a sex act instead of a child of God. Or I'm sorry I've looked at, uh, down on you instead of honoring your humanity. I'm sorry I've rejected and hurt your family in the name of quote-unquote family values. I'm sorry for not listening. I'm sorry for judging you. And that's all I'm saying here, is that there may be some churches who tell these people, you know, your kind's not welcome here. I hope there aren't any. Sadly, there might be some. I know our, our church certainly isn't that way. And... I basically told Dr. Pipers, look, I agree with everything you say. I, I believe that love and confrontation are not antithetical. And I also, uh, nor are love and, and disagreement. I said, but ostracizing a group of people, is that the most effective method to leading them to repentance? You know, and again, I told him, I said, my sense is this group was not so much for apologizing for calling homosexuality a sin as much as they've realized that denigration of their humanity doesn't win hearts. You know, it's one thing if they, if they get in there and, and they're told some hard truths, and let's face it, I remember when I was a teenager, I was 16 years old when I first started going to a Christian church and I heard the Word of God for the first time, and yeah, there were some pretty painful truths. I got my I got my toes stepped on. You know, and some of the things I was doing and saying, I, I felt tremendous guilt over. And and the, a Bible student who, who, you know, he was a young man, 24 years old, who invited me to church, and I would convey these convictions to him of how I felt, and, and he's like, Brad, that just makes you like anyone else before they've accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. You're you're not unique in that from that standpoint. You know, once you once you perf- confess your sins and ask for forgiveness, not only they're they're forgiven, they're forgotten. But again, if you're if you're degrading somebody's humanity, a sinner's humanity, how is that ever going to win win them over to to your point of view? And in, in, in effect, you're distorting the gospel, in my opinion. And so then Dr. Piper comes back at me again. He says, is loving them enough to tell them to stop synonymous with ostracizing them? You know, and again, no. I said, but, and I said to him, I says, but churches telling them we don't want your kind here certainly is. No, I wasn't making an accusation of any church that Dr. Piper was attending. He, he kind of looked like he took it that way. And he says, well, that's a straw man. He says, I honestly know of no church in my circle, and there are literally thousands that would or ever has said, we don't want your kind here to anyone. Your claim is false category that is easier to refute. A straw man is e- that is easy to knock down, but it has little basis in reality. You know, all due respect, Dr. Piper, I know what a straw man is, but thanks for the explanation. <laughs> and so, you know, I flat out asked him, I says, well, Dr. Piper, so how did you interpret the story? Do you believe that the reason the church cited in the story is apologizing uh, to an LGBT group. What is it? What do you believe that reason is? 
because again, I don't think it's apologizing for preaching homosexuality as a sin. And what's be, what's becoming dangerous in this country is that uh, that is almost being considered hate speech for churches to preach the gospel. I mean, look at California. I mean, they're trying to implement some sort of laws that would indirectly lead to censoring what's in the Holy Bible. Okay, Canada, it already is. It already is against the law. It already it's literally illegal in Canada to preach against homosexuality, even though it says it right in the Word of God. They don't have free speech in Canada like we do here. Okay? So that's all I'm saying, is that in reading the story, it's like people feel convicted. It's just like, you know, it's easy to ostracize a lifestyle choice or the way somebody lives their life. Okay? And again, don't don't come at me with, well, homosexuality is not a choice. I'm talking about the actual act of indulging in homosexuality. Again, I'll I'll concede your point that someone may be born with feelings where they're attracted to someone of the of the same sex. I'll even concede that. But when I say lifestyle choice, I mean actually choosing to indulge in those feelings. Okay, that that's what that's what I mean by choice. So let, let's let's stay focused here. You know, my point is is that if you're to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with someone, what it talks about in there is that God's no respecter of persons. He loves all of us the same, and He loves us unconditionally. Okay. It's like a parent loves you unconditionally. But guess what? Is a parent going to reward your bad behavior? Of course not. Is God going to reward our sin, our willful sin? No, of course not. Does he still love us? Absolutely. Do our parents still love us even if we misbehave? Absolutely. So that's the only point I was trying to make. So in reading that CNN story again, I don't. I could be wrong. It, it wasn't really as clear. But this particular group of Christians in the Philippines, they're saying, look, they they it may they maybe had an epiphany of saying the only way we're going to help these people overcome is if we appeal to their hearts, and I don't see I didn't see any of them saying we agree it's okay to be the way the the way you are. They just say hey we apologize for mistreating you or maybe degrading your humanity because at at our core we are are all humans we are all flawed and we all fall short of the glory of God. So uh, one final segment on the broadcast coming up. And hey, here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I like you. Is falling in love with Mr. Rogers again. Entertainment Weekly raves. It's the movie we need right now. Fred's theology was love your neighbor and love yourself. It was a communication right into their hearts. Mr. Rogers' faith has inspired us all. Thank you for whatever you do to bring joy and faith to our world today. Won't you be my neighbor? Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters everywhere. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. 
Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Oh, one of these nights and about 12 o'clock, this old world's going to be laying rock. Saints, we all tremble and cry for pain, for the Lord's going to come in his heaven airplane. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, one final segment. Really short segment, like four minutes. <laughs> It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Hey, don't forget to uh, stay tuned for the Justice Hour at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Andrew Parker with the Justice Hour. There's no guest, but hey, it's Andrew Parker. Why would you not want to tune in? Going to be talking about politics, the law, in Israel. Always a uh, fascinating show. Again, that's the Justice Hour with Andrew Parker. Coming up uh, a little over an hour right here at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, I'm done. You know, I only got a few minutes left. I really don't have a lot of time to develop anything, although... Uh, I am continually fascinated by how people inject politics and political stuff in every aspect of their lives, you know, and and that's what we've become basically in this environment as we troll each other in social media. We don't really engage each other in debate or civil discussion or anything like that. And heck, it's even, it's even okay to have a spirited discussion where, you know, you Voices are raised a tad or whatnot, but when it comes to vitriol and and trolling, it just you know it just doesn't. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. It doesn't really work, and um and that's why uh, I was not a not a big uh, uh, fan of Trump's. Didn't like Trump during the campaign. Didn't support him and stuff like this. It's just further degraded. But uh, I do. I am I am entertained by some things that come out on Twitter, like this uh, uh, this gentleman. He put forth a. Um, He's a writer for the HuffPost, Matt Fuller, a writer for the HuffPost. He was uh, tweeted yesterday, he's like, excited to see if Croatia can do what Hillary couldn't. And, of course, Croatia was playing Russia in the World Cup, and the insinuation is here. Insinuation here is Hillary couldn't overcome Russia's election meddling in order to be elected president. And he's just setting himself up to, be stepped, to step on a bunch of rakes, because the fact of the matter is, 
that if this Russia investigation stories have yielded anything, it's more they were trying to sow chaos than they were actually going in in the com- these computers and changing vote totals. That's what a lot of leftists will have you believe, and there's just no evidence of that. But anyways, that's that's how these people comfort themselves for having Donald Trump as president. And I get it. That's fine. Whatever. And so when Matt Fuller says, I'm excited to see if Croatia could do what Hillary Clinton couldn't, uh, Stephen Miller, who's one of the best followers on Twitter, or Twitter Red Stees is his Twitter handle. He responds to, he responds to excited to see if Croatia can do what Hillary Clinton couldn't. Stephen Miller responds with, visit Wisconsin? Visit the 9-11 memorial without going full weekend at Bernie's? Make it through a speech without coughing up a lung? Allocate funds to competitive swing states instead of Louisiana and Nebraska? Have more than one team member de- dedicated to rural outreach? You know, I, I mean, the, so if you're going to insinuate that Hillary only lost because of Russia, we're going to give you about 20 reasons, a laundry list of reasons of what actually had, an, had, a, had a significant impact, a substantive impact. So I don't know. that Twitter, for all its uh, frauds, drawbacks, and the vitriol, and let's face it, the kind of verbal sewage that you occasionally have to endure, it can be entertaining. And again, I, I've said it many times, if I didn't have a political talk show, I probably wouldn't follow a whole heck of a lot of political accounts, okay? But, you know, I, I, people link to fascinating stories, and it's great show prep. So, you know, I'll continue to endure it, but it's nice to have fun, lighthearted moments like that, that's for sure. <laughs> AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast, folks. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here Pat Boone here again And I assure you I have never before endorsed a pain relief product Not until now Not until Relief Factor came along As a 100% drug-free solution For people struggling with ordinary pain Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The retirement of Justice Kennedy leaves not a question of whether Donald Trump will make his second appointment to the Supreme Court, but when. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, the most effective Republican leader of either House of Congress in my lifetime, has vowed a vote by early fall, and in fact, one in August would not surprise. There are many fine candidates. Two are considered slightly ahead of the pack. Judge Brett Kavanaugh of the District of Columbia Circuit and Judge Raymond Kethledge of the Sixth Circuit. Kavanaugh is a veteran of Beltway court battles, and Kethledge is really Gorsuch 2.0. Among other possibilities are newer judges on the circuits, including Amy Barrett and Joan Larson, David Strauss and Don Willett. Senator Mike Lee is said to be under consideration. Any of these nominees would be superb, and the court securing its originalist leanings until the next vacancy occurred if they are quickly confirmed. I'm Hugh Hewitt.
the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. AM twelve eighty the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky's. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.